1: My name is Harvard North It is now six weeks since that snowy, pitch-dark day in the middle of summer when I was told I was to be transferred to West Ham United. I was very excited, home of legends Lars Jakobsen, Freddie Lundberg and Hannu Tiernan. As I stepped onto the training ground at Chadwell Heath, my ankle dislocated slightly and I broke a finger opening my locker. You will soon get used to this, said Aaron Cresswell from his wheelchair. This training ground has claimed the careers of many before you. Simon Webster, Richard Hall, Kieron Dyer, Dean Ashton. I had never heard of any of these men Exactly, he said They say it is built on a foundation Not of clay or chalk But of banana skins and sharp rocks He handed me an energy drink And the straw jabbed me in the eye As the weeks went by and two development squad players died as a result of toxic shock caused by grass stains, I noticed a name on one of the lockers, Stephen Hendry. When I mentioned him to the others, they went quiet and would not look me in the eye. When manager Slavin Bilic played a right-back at left-back, an attacking winger at right-back, and then drank a cup of tea out of his shoe. I decided to confront him. What happened next terrified me. Bilic leapt onto his desk, a move he had learned commentating on the Euros, grabbed me by the throat and said, Henry he's dead. You hear me? Dead. I walked away, shell-shocked. This was from earlier in the day when one of the yellow cones at Chadwell Heath exploded. As I got into my car, I was aware of a movement in the back seat. Keep looking straight ahead, said a voice. Who are you? I replied. And his shiver went up my spine as the voice said, My name is Stephen Henry Hello and welcome to Stop Hammer Time. My name is Phil Wheelands and joining me this week, as always, Jim Grant. Good evening. Hello, Jim. Hi. How's things? Uh, very good, yeah. Excellent good. chat, excellent yeah. chat, excellent. Yeah. Also joining us is Brian Williams, he is author of Nearly Reached the Sky. Hello, Brian. Hello. Uh, it's a wonderful book. Uh, Brian, as, as, you, as you know, is a regular on the podcast, and uh, his um, uh, strident views about the move to the new stadium will be, will be aired and yeah. uh, responded to during the course of this podcast. Absolutely. Very exciting. We have three games to talk about. Uh, it's a win, a draw, and a loss. Uh, yeah. To talk about a win, a draw, and a loss. In uh, in reverse, reversing that <laughs> order, it's uh, Chelsea. Yep. Yep. It's uh um the Romanian away Astra Astra Giurgiu Astra Giurgiu. How have you pronounced Gyrgy. it? And wow. uh, and of course the game of the weekend against Bournemouth, yeah. uh, which we won, which uh, we won, uh, which we squeaked past. Yeah, we squeaked
2: past it. Bit fortuitous, wasn't it? It was a bit well, fortuitous. not fortuitous, but it just looked as though it was heading to nil nil, and I think mm-hmm. you know the red the red card was came at a very handy time it was handy
1: yes uh we um uh should we start talking about that now work our way backwards so yeah. um uh we'll talk about the new stadium experience afterwards but let's just uh, let's just talk about things on the pitch i think probably things will cross fertilize between three games um Certainly against Juventus and uh, NK Donjicukus that that game. Yeah, um, yeah. You, our our fullbacks problem was very much to the fore, but now uh, our new guy uh, Arthur Masaku
0: uh, has joined us. No, no, He Fucker, I understand. Fucker? Yeah. Apparently that's his nickname, yeah. Oh, right. it's, it's, what? It's spelt in a completely inoffensive way. Right, right, so, right. he uh,
2: has, um, He's settled in really well, hasn't he? I he mean, was he, good, wasn't he? He's, he's kind of slotted in, as it were, hasn't mm. he, I, I, he? I'm already he, he, thinking
0: of him he, more he, as Arthur than Fucker. I have oh, right, okay. yeah. There are a few yeah. others, so yeah. Yeah. I feel different. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, where yeah. do you, what, what's your evidence for this uh, nickname, Brian?
0: This is... From my son, Jeff right. Who is an absolute expert on all things Whose opinion I bow to entirely
1: Was, his, uh, was, uh, was this nickname developed abroad And then bought over uh, the, the name fucker, fucker?
0: Funny enough, I was uh, I as can't he was bring telling myself to me, say. I was having a minor heart attack hmm. Climbing the stairs to my uh, seat <laughs> oh, yes, in the back course. row yeah, yeah. Uh, So I didn't stop to quiz him on the full no. details no, But right. if we have a bit of a lull I could text him halfway through this this sounds,
1: like. this sounds unlikely That that yeah. would be his nickname
0: as I say, I believe it's a it's a perfectly reasonable right, right. spelling, which in, yes, I don't oh, know I in French means nice geezer yes, or something yeah, yeah. like that. You know,
2: uh, I like him. He looks good yeah
1: he did not seem such a bomber tidy. forward no he's not a marauder, forward, is he no, on
2: no. the on the evidence we've seen so far, but he passes you know uh, well and he's good in possession well, he's got very
1: good and, ball skills doesn't he, he you know, That little well.
2: stabbing pass yeah. he does know, he looks uh, okay. Yeah,
1: yeah he looks really good yeah, yeah very, very nice a positive uh, i would say but so we you know uh, by the same token without if you know with Cresswell being out for a kind of indeterminate length of time, it feels like we still need another sort of left-back or someone that we know can play left-back. Where has this Hendry guy gone? You know, if he's not, if he's not even deemed good enough to be cover, uh, I just can't, you know. Uh, that seems very strange. Um, well, I
0: guess if the worst comes to the worst, Byram can go over can to left-back again. Yeah. And Rhys-Burke, although is obviously much more of a centre-back, mm. can play right-back uh, incredibly well Well, but, Burke, um, Burke
2: played left-back against um, mm. Astros mm. But to um, be two games into the season
1: And talking about if the worst comes to the worst And kind of adapting players to play out of position yeah, Seems sort but, of, you know a bit I,
2: mean, I, I mean, the, 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 the issue with full-backs Has been there for, for, a, for a, a long while Hasn't it, really? Yeah. In a way We've sort of been living slightly from hand to mouth And then Cresswell turned up at left-back Fantastic good. signing Has done brilliantly well Really shocking challenge in that game for you know, in a friendly for that yeah. injury so that's unlucky and they've done they, you know, that, that's forced their hand I don't think that signing would have been made if you hadn't had that injury but no. actually you do need You've got to have two people yeah. you know who can play in the first team competing in those positions especially if you're going to have this run in Europe um, I, I still feel we don't have we, uh, Barham looks okay to me, and has got clearly got but potential. Yeah. I do feel you need another sort of yeah, Premier League absolutely. ready right back.
1: Um. And uh, you know, if if this Henry guy is no good, let's sell him to like a Championship team or or you know a League One to get him off the wage bill. And so you know, uh, Donnell Henry, he's clearly injured at this, the moment. Right, he clearly seems to sort of not be. You know, he'd rather play Oxford or Burke or. Well, the fact they let Tompkins
0: go obviously shows they're reasonably confident with what they've got.
2: Yes, I guess so. At centre-back, you yeah. mean? Yeah. Well,
0: well, and also across the entire back four because, I mean, of course, Tompkins could play yeah. right-back. Well, and, yeah, and well, that, but wasn't
2: that part so. of the issue that uh, about... you know we keep putting people into right-back who don't really want to play there. I mean, Antonio being the obvious example, but it applied to Tompkins well. as well. I mean, I, you know, I think Tompkins was not... I think they were saying to him that we're not guaranteeing you first-team football at the centre-half. Um, and that's presumably why well, he moved well, well, no, we, it, talked okay. in,
1: we talked in detail on the last podcast first, about I've that. got to say but, uh, but you know yeah. I mean I think our view um, uh, from the three of us that did the last podcast was that uh, we all thought it was a mistake to let Tomkins mm. go a you know, genuine mistake yeah. I, I still do I think it's you know you're going to be if you have a 10 million pound player and you're a team with any sort of ambition at all uh, hang on to that player because they're worth ten million pounds, and mm. that sort of implies that they're good. If someone wants to offer you ten million pounds for something, mm. uh, you should keep that thing. Because he it's did worth
0: have a mistake th- in him at centre back, though, particularly. They didn't did did. obviously.
1: Oh, so did. have been Rio's quoted of twenty-five
2: centre-back. million for Johnny Evans.
1: Yeah, that's Rio's one of the Crazy. best centre backs. that's you know played in the English he had a mistake Mistaken him. They all do. Yeah. Yeah. Vincent Company, I think, is probably. You see him give penalties away, you see him give uh,
2: uh, uh, It's not the way, way you measure a centre-back, off? is it? No. They are all going to, from time to time, like goalkeepers, you know, they are yeah. all going to make rickets. Otherwise, but games would then nil-nil. You, you know, it's what they add and what they contribute of above and beyond that, really, overall, I and mean, the
0: way you balance those things out. Interestingly, James Tompkins appears not to make the sticker book of legends. Right, um, right. Yeah, Let's talk yeah. about the game, then the sticker book <laughs> of legends. <laughs> uh, that's another yeah. one. Brian's
1: got two massive sort of he, bugbears. Three. Maybe bears. four. Another one. Oh, <laughs> yeah. dear. He's uh, um, come on with yeah. But But um, uh, Arthur Masalku's appearance has certainly kind of addressed one of the problems that I felt was there in the Juventus and the NK-What's-It game, which was just that we're going to be murdered in this division, which is one of the most lightweight teams with no focus uh, up front, which that's still a problem. There's still a striker problem. and uh, But I think it feels like Byram on the right side and Musaku, um, uh, that feels like now there's a defence.
2: Yeah, I mean, yes, I, mean, I think that's true. And in theory, you know, the, the 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 right kind of player to sit in front of the back four to But I'm not sure. You know, so far, Nortveit hasn't really convinced me. He didn't have hmm. a good game against uh, Chelsea. I thought he had a shocker against Chelsea. Yeah, he had a very poor, particularly poor second, second half. Second half was terrible. Um, talking, talking um, of, but he was quietly efficient. I thought actually in in the game on uh, on Sunday, but, well, he didn't he didn't do anything glaringly awful. He was very kind of. You know, he, he, he put a foot in occasionally. His passing was kind of reasonable, but didn't stand out, did he? He doesn't no. look like an outstanding player
0: in a way. Is, is this the point, Phil? You're about to reveal that when you went to school, not only was it with Dave, David Bowie, but it was with Harvard Nordweit as well. Yes,
1: yes. He's uh, me and Jim's age. Uh... <laughs> is he? he? He played like it. He is. He is. He's kept sort of... himself very fit.
2: <laughs> He hasn't let himself go.
1: Certainly, the first two games, uh, you know, he was he was kind of uh, pulled apart by a kind of a, a you know a good Chelsea team. And we're going to meet good teams in the in the Premiership. Yeah. In a, you know, in a friendly against Juventus, where it's a friendly, and NK Thingy were they were not they were not strong. Um, he was immensely anonymous. Uh, I sort of I wonder whether Obiangs. Well, I
2: wonder about that. I've always quite liked Obiang when he's um, come on and played in the past. He doesn't seem to get enough uh, time on the pitch for me. But sort of screening the back four uh,
1: is another kind of... It's a sort of a... You know, if you have a good back four and you're attacking, it seems like a kind of slightly unwise division of labour to go... Kind of, It's a bit belt and braces to have a kind of...
0: Well, I think we, we can all agree on the fact that Nordvite is not the best number four West Ham have ever had, no. doesn't he? He is, however, in the sticker book... Unlike certain other numbers. Okay, let's get
1: into the sticker book now. Brian's just chomping at the bit. Brian, now, uh, what, what have you got to talk about? This is, is this is this is the sticker book that came with the um, with the program on the on the day of the first premiere. It was. It was. I season. mean, I
0: don't want people to feel I'm obsessed about the sticker book mm-hmm. that came with the program. You seem obsessed about um the, you... There are a couple of omissions in there. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, a certain guy who played, uh, well, he started 793 times, if I remember correctly, and uh, made a couple of substitutes' appearances as well, taking him over the 800. A certain Billy Bonds, who fails to make the book entirely. Right. There's another guy called Martin Peters, who, well, he wore number four. He wore, I think, every shirt bar the number... I think it was number two. No, no, he did play in goal. He did play in goal, but I think it was right back. So, again, he wouldn't have solved the right back problem. Mm -hmm. And they're not in the sticker book. What is happening at West Ham? Who allowed this to go through? I mean, this is just indicative of what West Ham appears to be becoming, this great corporate entity where some numpty at the top doesn't even know that we have left out two of the greatest players who have ever represented. Well, this is it.
2: They're making a great play of tradition as part of the branding, of kind of history and, and, and heritage. But in reality, they're people who have no feel for the club, no understanding of the club they're just marketing
0: um, there, there is however of, of course a whacking great number four with Peters written on the back of it distinctly, I mean, it's right over the the toilet by the staircase I use to Mount Everest to take my seat at the, uh, the back of the stadium, me and Tim Peake are really enjoying the view from up there And um, I thought I was actually using the Martin Peters suite when I first went in there, but apparently these kind of crazy shirt things they've got hanging are not directly related to the toilets. So they managed at least to to recognise Martin Peters for that. But um, to leave them out of the sticker book, uh, it's an outrage.
1: Do you you not think that they were kind of limited... It was just just, some West Ham and legends rather than... All but West Ham legends. in front of Bonds well, as a legend. Uh, but that's what I mean. That's it's crazy. like some West Ham legends. Jermaine so foe so is in the sticker so of book. So what they're doing is, is they're, for, for all age groups of West Ham, they're sort of picking some
2: from...
0: In what know, world? The, but, the but in what world does Jermaine Defoe... Can't,
2: you can't create any kind of list of West Ham legends and leave Billy Bonds out. It is an oversight. It's just... It is an indication of the kind of thinking and the kind of people who are involved in constructing this stuff it's not really heartfelt they 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 they're just they're commercial pr people that's that's what's happening it is if we're not careful we're being you know we're being turned in that sense anyway into you know that arsenal is the aspiration is it we want to be they, brady wants us to be arsenal well this is uh, this is very depressing no I'm not, oh, I'm not I, I mean it was very obvious that this was so the way very... things were going I mean you know it's just a sticker book for kids to put stickers in no Yeah, that's what bothers me in think that about sense it. particularly at all yeah. I mean none, none of it particularly bothers yeah. me in this, in in no. a sense in that you know this process started some time ago it was obvious where it was all going anyone who's turned up kind of and been surprised by the the kind of plastic experience of the of the of the, of the, of the new thing um, you know, I, I've, I've, what were you What were you thinking? What were you, yes. what the sticker book is the you tip know.
0: of the iceberg, the thin end of the wedge. And if I could think of another cliche, I'd throw that in as well. But there is more to come.
1: Uh, it's the calm before the storm. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's a
2: calm that makes you furious. I mean, and um, the game on, on Sunday was a bland, tedious old game it It was a pretty boring game Bournemouth came offering very little first half they were obviously kind of there for the taking but we didn't have we were missing key players that that would have really put them to the sword obviously Howe at half time gave them a team talk and said look actually you could win this guys and they came out and for the first 10, 10 minutes quarter of an hour of the Second half, they 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 were on top, yes. weren't they? I, I like and the then way... we just kind of ground them down again. I mean, I, but it was a tedious game, and actually there was some noise around the same. It hmm. wasn't, you know, it's not. No, that's it a... not the test of what the atmosphere and the experience. No, no, of that no, 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 the no. I, I like the way do.
0: Antonio used the running track uh, a few <laughs> times. <laughs> Taking the ball with him probably wasn't so good, and no. he did. Dropped the baton on a couple of occasions, but. Uh, well, he
2: didn't have his best game, but he, but he did some of the things that, that we love him for no, I was in that, de- I in that was, position. I was, I was, you was know? delighted
0: for him, yeah. I have to say. You I mean, know, he's again, back
2: after... where he's at his best. He yes. took people on. He's always looking to be progressive. He takes risks, you know, and, uh, you know, he, he, he finished, <laughs> he put the ball in the net. Very well. No, yeah. I, I, I like him know,
0: immensely, yeah, and yeah. he deserves his place in the sticker book. As yes, man.
2: he does. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, what do you think about Torre? How did we feel about Torre and that game?
0: I thought he was a bit anonymous, really. I mean, there were there were certainly mixed feelings, weren't there? There were some people. I think, particularly, I read some stuff. People had been watching the game on TV, and they thought he was was having a shocker uh, in the stadium. I thought he was one of our more progressive players. I thought he
2: grew into the game. Mm. He was better. I thought in the he got half. better. Oh. He got better in the second half. He, he looked moved better up. when he was on the left, yeah. and Antonio switched to the right. Yeah. Um, well, know. Antonio hit
1: a very shit cross over and then uh, he picked it up and then His showed him how to cross
2: a cross ball. for the goal
1: yeah, was yeah.
0: pinpoint. It was yeah, a beautiful ball. It was great. Yeah. It was great.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: well, you could argue there that, that Antonio did actually make that run in... To what yes, of course. Well, that's well, yeah. what he, he does really well, doesn't he? He takes those whereas, chances. He gets into scoring Torre positions. Didn't. I mean, it's only a shit cross if there's nobody in the right place. I mean, that fizzed along the edge of the six-yard box, and if there had been somebody, if Torre had been doing what Antonio did from the other side, um, history could be entirely different now. I don't think that goal. I don't
1: think that goal will go down in history, <laughs> either. Either, uh, however, it was crossed, but uh, I, but yeah. Well, I mean, I think. Uh, Torre looks like he knows how to sort of cross a ball. i um, you know, I don't, yeah, it's a, I don't know whether Antonio is a great crosser of football, uh, but I didn't do it that much. Um, but well, it's a bit hit and miss, isn't yeah. it? But
0: that's what you get with him. And yeah, you know, I, I, I really like the guy. I
1: think Vaguli is better than uh, Torre. Uh, Torre, from what I've seen.
2: Um, yeah, I've not seen him live no. yet, um, but uh, yeah, he looks. He looks. He looks like a decent signing. Yeah, I think he might be a little bit better. There. But we still need a striker. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's now all the more glaringly. But I mean, in a way, possibly the Carroll injury is a blessing in disguise because we needed. We uh, they will. I think they they forced their hand in the same way as the Cresswell injury forced their hand over the left back situation. I don't think they were planning to buy another or get another. Um, front Once man in ball on time. loan but I think they've got they've absolutely got oh, them now yeah. haven't yeah, they yeah. and, and um, you know there are a few that seem to be in the frame um, Boney obviously is, is one that's being mentioned and Zaza mm. as well mm. um, either of those I think would be would be you
1: know, would be use, fine, useful yeah. signings when yeah, Lanzini yeah. and Pae are fit and
2: play yeah. Yeah, because whoever plays up front for West Ham when those guys are in the team are going to get ch- you're going to get chances. Well, and Antonio behind, yeah, you know, you'd hope that, yeah.
1: that you could accommodate. Yeah.
2: all of those guys. I thought Kiarra had a good game again. It was like back to his, uh, back to sort of more like his form. Well, he didn't have a good game against Chelsea. He struggled a little bit against Chelsea. I,
0: I thought he felt he was kind of carrying the team a bit against Chelsea. Yeah. He's- right. He really is, you know, the heartbeat of the side often, isn't mm. he? I, I really like Kehati. I think he's, oh, he's a oh, beast of a player. Well, um, he
1: not only yeah. scored the first goal at the new stadium, he scored the second one <laughs> as well. <laughs> you know, that's, uh, lest we forget. Oh, yeah, I think he's a fantastic player. And, uh, um And you know, has kind of hit the ground running in a way. He's 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 sort of playing. I mean, I think the Chelsea game was probably a hard game, and and also we're just not ready. We were just not ready with Chelsea. No,
2: it was a shambolic performance for much of it. But um, you know, and Hazard ran the game, and it was. I mean, Antonio had an absolute
0: mare at
2: uh, at right back. Well, Bulish
0: didn't do him any favours, did he? No, no. Look, we all saw it. But wherever you're
2: playing, whatever position you're in he 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 dropped a bollock for the for the for the goal i mean that was that was you know i mean what that proves really is that he just has no defensive instincts in him does he? he hasn't got a defensive sinew in his frame has he I mean, yeah he, not he least of all because he was to, caught out of position you know, and yeah, wound, got yeah, himself yeah, out of
0: position yeah, yeah. and was coming back yeah, and he, and can and ta- ta- he can tackle
2: He can play, he's a decent footballer but he may it's a you know defending is also about making choices making the right choices and right decisions having you know having done that little shimmy and, and uh, which got a huge round of applause in the box you know to, to come away with the ball he should have just smacked it into into the ether really shouldn't he instead of trying to take an X man well, on you know. particularly
0: mm-hmm. at right back I mean it It's one of those positions, isn't it, that I think is the most underrated on the pitch. Everybody thinks anybody can play at right-back. When you're kids, it's the last position anybody ever wants to be picked at. You may be getting at left-back because you've got a left foot and that gives you sort of something. Right-back is generally the one that nobody's interested in. But you are in a position, and Gary Neville for example, at Man U and for England as well, really ran the defence and he ran the whole defensive operation yes. from right back. And of mm. course, unlike yeah. centre-back, you've got that ability to look across all the time. You can come over, you can help out the centre-backs when they need them, and it is a key position. You need mm. a real it tactical is a key awareness. position. We had,
2: you know, we, we've had some good ones down the years. You know, Ray, when Ray Stewart was Let playing... Let me just
0: check my <laughs> sticker book and see who uh, counts <laughs> and, Well, a I right don't
2: back? think Tim Breaker's in the sticker book. And, he, you know, for me, he's... You know, I, the idea that repker is ahead of Tim breaker in the sticker it's book. Is yeah. mad. He's yeah. It's mad, infuriating for, for me. Because you know, when Tim Baker was in his pomp, you you when he was out injured or whatever, man. you missed him, didn't you? Yeah, you, knew, you we knew we knew we missed it's him. Brilliant. Can we not dwell on the sticker book? Oh right. no, okay, it's I'm leaving. It's like uh, for, kids. for yeah, kids. Yeah, Jim, Jim, Jim just leave kids. the sticker book alone, okay. will you? Well, I'm just now, okay. Okay. So maybe we'll do a coloring book next. That's colouring possible. is quite trendy. Colouring is yeah. quite zen. Join you know, the well. dots, maybe. You know, mindfulness, colouring. Yeah. West Ham mindfulness. Yes. Brian could have one of those. He could, colouring you could, books it would calm uh, the down, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Just he's give me sitting a... in row 73 of the mm. East stand, you know, steaming. Uh, he could, we could give him a little colouring book. Uh, just All I need
0: down. is an anthracite pencil, a sort of 8B, and I will just colour everything. Yeah. Stop what you're
1: doing. Stop what you're doing. Whatever you do with your spare time, whatever hobbies you have, bin them. There's a new game in town, FanDuel. It's a bang, brand new take on fantasy football, and I cannot
2: get enough. Jim, you've played a FanDuel. Oh, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah.
1: Yeah. I, yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah. I find that the... Well, on, I, I, I've done it tw- two weekends, yeah? I had a go. Uh, and I find that, uh, so far, on the evidence of two weekends... Have you lost money, I make money, more money... I lost, <laughs> lost the first one. I make more money... The, the, the least I think about the team that I have well, So I almost literally put kind of in But you've made money from Fanta. A, yeah, I won 10 quid M- at the M-
1: te- you've, You're yeah. 10 quid up on yeah, Fanta. Yeah, yeah, well, that's... Yeah. for. Forget season-long fantasy football where you're stuck with your team for months on end. Fan leagues only last a day or a weekend, so you start afresh every week. New team, new contests, and new prizes. You pick your team from this weekend's fixtures. Any formation you want, just stay under the virtual salary cap of £100 million. Yeah. So you could have Paul Pogba and one more player. <laughs> Player salaries change every week, so you need to be on point with your picks. So, if you think you know football, now's your chance to prove it. You can play your friends in private leagues or put your team up to compete against football
2: fans around the country.
1: Did you do this? What did you do, Jim? Did
2: well, you? I just sort of, I kind of, I'm not, as you know, I'm not very techno savvy. No, no. So, I just. Uh, the computer was on. I was sort of playing against it? myself, I right. suppose. But other people in that league. But, yep. the, but I came about. You won £10 off yourself. Yeah, but I came about 300th or something right, in, right. That, in that yeah. league. I mean, oh. you know, but But so the, so the prize money won. goes. That, so you know yeah, yeah, yeah. so you got to yeah, put up so. you got to stump up some money to start with but then but we have a promotional code or something don't we, we do yeah uh, get, hammer time hammer yeah. time so you so. get a bit of a, a you know yeah, yeah, yeah. a leg up uh, it's up to
1: you whether you put your money on the line it's up to you whether you put your money on the line yeah this is what that says because there's free and there's pay leagues. Uh, and there's a special offer for new users enter the promo code hammer time and FanDuel will refund your entry fee if you lose up to £10. There you go. So if you'd lost Jim, uh, you would have broken even. Yeah. As it was, you Whatever. made £10.
0: That sounds
2: Jim's an
1: idiot and he made £10. You didn't really know what you were doing, Jim. No, you made 10 I didn't really, no. So you made no. ten pounds.
2: Oh, yeah, That's true. free to. Um, but I'm, basically, what I'm yeah. saying is giving you free, free pounds. It's 10, quite a good content. I have got to say, it's quite. A, I gave up on sort of other fantasy football mm-hmm. a long time ago because I just couldn't be asked to kind of no. just that thought of kind of oh, I've got to do, I've got to change yeah. my team this week. Who's mm-hmm. going? Kind of, you know, I, I just felt I, you know, I didn't really have the focus to do it. But with, but this, FanDuel, with this, you just do it on the morning. You just go. Oh, you look at the morning. fixtures and you look think. they might do better against them or they might do better then and you whack your team in and off you go would it come
0: as a surprise or indeed absolutely wreck the stop hammer time business model if I was to say it doesn't sound like a patch on Subutio no, well, well no, of is, yeah, no, it is. Well, no, it's course, Sabutio is good. Or Kazdan Football. Do you remember Kazdan yeah, yeah. yeah, Football? Remember that it. was the that one football. with the two little knobs, they? Yeah, yeah, as yeah, they say. Yeah, yeah, What was Brilliant the one game. where
2: you pressed the little guy's head? And he Pro Soccer it? Action. Pro Soccer Action. I had that one as well.
0: That's a cracker. We've still got that at home.
2: Yeah, yeah, wouldn't
1: yeah, wouldn't yeah, the yeah. climactic scenes of the deer hunter be much better if they were playing Sabutio? <laughs> uh, if uh, Christopher Walken and Robert De Niro were playing Sabutio. So many films would be. And were being shouted at by a Vietnamese man to play Sabutio. Harder and that yeah. one of them would die. I and mean, you it? could have
0: got to the end of twelve angry men so much quicker if they'd have just had Sabutio ten minutes each yeah, way. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Or if they were connected by bars like football, uh, twelve Angry Men would be <laughs> <laughs> no, if they, if they were stiff recessed... and well, angry right, mentioned. Of <laughs> yeah, thing, exactly. If the twelve angry grounds, men yeah. were a foosball yeah. team, yeah. Um, yeah. that yeah. would be yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why they call it standing at
2: the bar. Yeah. Uh, but, but, have you had an email?
1: Oh, I have Jim. As you know, I, I have a season ticket to uh, England, <laughs> so <laughs> so every now and again uh, I get uh, an email from personalities involved in the England uh, setup, Fantastic. and um, and uh, and I've got one this week. I'll read it to you. I'll try and do justice to the, to the voice. Yeah, um, yeah, It's from the manager of, of England. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 here you go. I'll try, I'll try and. Um, Hello, Philip. Sam Allardyce here. The next manager of England. Next manager. I'm the next manager. That's right. We've got our football team back. We got it back. We got it back. It's that simple. And we're going to make this team great again. Great team. Great, great team. Maybe even greater than it's ever been. Great. Team. Other countries, they rely on foreign players. Look at the French team, the German team. All foreign, all foreigners, French, German. Well, I promise you here and now that I will give English team places to English people. Raheem, you tell me. Raheem, I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Raheem, I don't know. Delhi Ali, I, I don't know. English, English teams for English places for English teams, and I promise you now. I promise you now, no England team with me in charge will ever be relegated. I promise that. Remember last season when in just 30 games, just 30 games, 30 games, 30 games, just 30 games. I took Sunderland in just 30 games, 30 games from second bottom in the league to fourth bottom in the league in just 30 (laughs) games, 30 games. They call it a miracle, but I can do the same for England. Trust me, trust me. And I am gonna bring John Terry back. I'm bringing him back. He's coming back. He's coming. He is coming back. A lot of people say he's a racist. A lot of people. A lot of people say he's racist. They say he's a racist. A racist. But Chuck D, Malcolm X, Martin Luther King. Black Lives Matter, they hate white people, but nobody's calling them racist. So nobody's calling them. So John Terry, John Terry hates black people. Does that make him a racist? You tell me. I don't know. You tell me. He hates black people. Does that make him a racist? You tell me. My first priority is going to be defense. We have to defend ourselves. Only one way to defend set pieces. Only one way. There's only one. Jim, do you know what it is? Count Build a wall. I am going to build Build a a great wall. I'm building a wall. Cahill, Andy Carroll, John Terry, Ryan Shawcross, Peter Crouch, the BFG, Nelson's Column. And you know what? I'm going to build a wall, and I am going to make FIFA pay for it. FIFA going to pay for it. (laughs) That's it. FIFA are going to pay for it. I know a lot of West Ham fans hate me, even though they say they don't. They do. They hate me. They hate me, they hate me, West Ham fans hate me. But now I'm manager of England, anyone who hates me is literally a traitor. If you hate me, you hate England, it's that simple, Philip. You could go to prison for treason. I will imprison you. I will imprison West Ham United fans for treason. Lock them up, lock them up. I say, take them away, lock them up. Come on, you irons. Wow. Wow. It still wow. says come on you, oh, eyes. And that, ladies
0: and gentlemen, is comic genius.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, so thanks. Yeah, I think. so he's metamorphosed. Yeah, yeah, uh, he's changed since he got the uh, since he got the uh, England uh, job. Yeah, it's incredible. Because, uh, yeah, it's gone to his head a bit, really, hasn't it? It does seem it? to have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's kind yeah. yeah, presidential. It's yeah, interesting to see his hairstyle when, when, he, when he comes <laughs> up for his. I would first. like to see that. his wife
0: on the game as Donald Trump's. Of course, wife isn't on the game and never has been and would be totally libelous to repeat the allegations that have been made in certain newspapers.
1: Oh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Is Donald Trump's wife on the game?
0: Well, not now. Oh, right. And indeed never was, of course, because to suggest such a thing would probably...
1: Are you saying, that Sam Allardyce's wife
0: is a prostitute? I... Don't want to go that far. We're I was never have, a fan, gonna but even we're going to have to edit round this. Even, even I would draw a line uh, yeah, at that. Yeah. Um, well, this interesting. Mind you in Sunderland? You'd yeah, have interesting. earned interesting. a few, Bob. I reckon. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um,
2: yes, uh, the John Terry back thing. God, it's very alarming, isn't
1: it? Really? Yes, very strange. Uh, I mean, he's just uh, not discounted
0: it, but um...
2: we. Um, Shall we I have failed a look in the West Ham
0: sticker it... book and to see no. who else might be brought <laughs> back into the England exploit side? We failed
2: Terry's lack of pace at the Chelsea, in the Chelsea game, didn't we? Uh, because,
1: well, I didn't uh, see it. Uh, well, uh, uh, we went to
2: the Chelsea game. Yeah. So uh, it was, you know, you look at them... Their attacking players, obviously William was good last season, but Oscar and um, particularly Hazard didn't have such great seasons for them. They were absolutely on it against us. I mean, you know, I mean, you know it was such a shambolic performance. But we but, started well, though, didn't
0: we? That was the frustrating We had a little thing. period of possession, didn't we, we? early we on, on and, they,
2: and, we, and we were knocking it about quite nicely, but and we seemed we... to get knocked off our stride. They pressed us very well, and so on and so forth. But you still look at their back line, you still think, if you had pace in attack... You can mm. you can exploit that. They are a bit slow at the back.
0: Yeah, but it has um, to be said that Costa should not have been on the pitch.
2: No, no, he no, shouldn't have been. And, and, and you know, once again, I mean, we didn't deserve to, to, uh, no, we to win the game. No, we were pretty shit, but... But, 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 but having but, got back in, and so no, so the equaliser they. was a good goal. I mean, it was a nice strike from... Um, because it reminded me of a goal we scored at... Um, we scored uh, down at Portsmouth. It was a one-one one-on draw down at Portsmouth yeah. where he sort of kind of got on the end of something and just kind of smacked yeah, into the yeah. corner. Um Uh, Having got to that position, you thought, oh, come on, come on, guys. You know, a few minutes, hang on. And, of course, you know, there was both really the the challenge on Adrian, should have been a second yellow card, at least a second yellow Mm. card. And actually, also, the outrageous dive, yes. I thought, was, yeah, yeah. A, was a yellow Either card. Either one of them as could well. I mean, it really a was ridiculous. The referee's not yeah. going to give mm. that. It clearly was a dive. So that simulation... And, you know, I've, you feel, once again, you've been let down by a referee in, in an important game. Well, uh, how sort a, of typical is it, again,
0: team? of referees? And, and it was Anthony Taylor again, wasn't it? Uh, yes. it? And yes. Yeah. And that old thing strutting around with that first yellow card. Oh, look, I'm, you know, asserting my authority here. You've had the temerity to question my decision you get a yellow card. Well, that only counts if when they then crop up the second or third yellow yeah. cards, that you, you back it up. Yeah. You can't just ignore those no. sort of incidents. No.
1: Okay. no. Um, and what do you think about this uh, change in directive? Um,
0: uh, there seems to be kind of... I'm all for it. I, think, I mean, really, there should be. I mean, it goes back again without wishing to sound like completely a, you know, out of the Victorian era, which I am, that... It goes back to when kids play football at school and you play any other sport at school rugby cricket or you go to a club as a as a young kid you grief up the referee and you are in a shitload of trouble but football it's almost from eight years old on the touchline you got parents banging on at the referee coaches will tell kids basically get stuck into the referee complain because next time then you'll get the decision and it right it's Endemic in the game, it needs to be. It needs to be stopped. It but it doesn't... needs to be done.
2: It needs to be done. I mean, the laws are there to 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 do it. It is, you know, uh, it is foul, abusive language, etc. Et mm. they, they are dissent. These are punishable offences already under the laws. So the directive is really just getting the the, the referees to apply the laws as they stand. But that, my fear is, it's just not going to happen consistently.
0: No, no, of course it's not. just no, that's not that's going to. You no. know, and
2: that and that is the problem with all these things. It's like, you know, they're trying to obviously clamp down on the shirt, pulling stuff at um, the corners, but that's already caused problems, is not it? You know, um, I think, you know, was it Shawcross was penalised when actually the other guy was pulling Mm. his shirt off his back?
1: Well, and actually, uh, somebody was penalised against him, weren't they? Was it Sterling? And Shawcross went, well, I barely felt it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Uh, um, But, you know, what annoys me is uh, is that... uh, a bigger problem is just ignored constantly. with cheating, um, and cheating, and it's sort of it's it, it's like a kind of microcosm of society, in that sort of white collar crime is never punished, whereas a bit of fisticuffs and pulling around people—it's oh, a terrible, it's a terrible working class. Working class people fight all the time, and you know that's why kind of sort of shirt pulling and stuff is like they're going to be really clamping down on this, but. Actual just out-and-out out cheating and conning yeah. the referee just constantly remains unpunished and has analogy. done has done all the time. And it's like, you know, it, it, it just drives me mad. It just drives me mad. I think it, it, it's, you know, a little bit of fisticuffs is something that's going to happen when, uh, you know highly motivated men in their early 20s run onto a football field. Mm. And I sort of think that, you know, the sort of raising hands and all the handbags and stuff, sort of let it go like in rugby. Let it play itself out. Just let it run its course. Don't direct the referee's attention to things that don't matter. Mm. I think I've said this a couple of times on the podcast, but but... But I think a kind of definition of idiocy is a sort of un, un, a disproportionate focusing on the inessential whilst ignoring the important. Mm. And cheating, cheating
0: is the biggest kind of cancer in sort of all sports. Well, we you also know. come back to the big club v little club thing, don't we? That Costa got away with it for Chelsea. Harry arter didn 't Bournemouth oh, nobody is going to call Bournemouth a big club, mm. uh, first booking for descent, the second one, yeah, I mean it was a yellow card, of course it was, but as I say, I believe that both of the uh, Diego Costa offenses were yellow, second yellow cards as well mm. arter goes they 're down to ten men, and it made a difference to the game, and we yeah. won now, I believe that big clubs have always got the uh, the decisions question are we a big club now we've got a big well i was going
2: to say yeah at what point do you become a big club i mean i i I think you know we're clearly making steps towards it there's a lot of uh, that's the ambition clearly and you can't you know you've got to say well well, you know we've had a lot of boards over the years who haven't had ambition have had opportunities we've had opportunities in the past to push on and uh, not taking them. The question is actually on the evidence of the transfer window this summer, whether or not, you know, I think some fans with a degree of justification are feeling, well, hang on a minute, we're being a little bit short-changed here. We're being sold this vision of... Um, you know, this up to the next level in this amazing stadium, etc., etc. There's going to be a team on the pitch worthy of this stadium, as we're going to be challenging. We're going to be consistently in the top six, and so on and so forth. All these things have been said as part of the part of the rhetoric around this move. Um, so far, the evidence for that has not been completely convincing, has it? In terms of kind of kind of the trans, the actual transfer, and actually, possibly, it was harder. So, to attract players, the kind of players they wanted than, I think a lot uh, than lot of they players, thought it was
0: going to be. To be fair to the board, and I can't tell you how much it hurts me to say that, a lot of players probably are looking at the club and thinking, well let's see in a year yes, or so's I time, so. do I, I want to so. be part of this? Well, I
2: think, but... I think this week, Thursday, I think, that's an, I think Thursday night's game is a very important game in, in, the, in the recent history of West Ham. Mm. Because if we, if we qualify for, European, for proper European football, which is you know, for the first time in a long while, um, that might well make, a, make just a tipping point in terms of before the end of this transfer window signing a top-quality striker.
0: Well, um, we're, going to have to sign, more, we're going to have to sign a few players, aren't we? Because we are, if we definitely. go into a full-scale European campaign with we're, what we've got at the moment, we are thin. going to struggle. We are light. We're
2: going to struggle in the league. I mean, the other thing is that, 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 that where, having got to where we are, now, for the first time, really, you know, relegation's unthinkable. I mean, yes, well. it's Absolutely yeah, yeah. unthinkable. Yeah. The the team cannot go down playing in that stadium. Can you imagine? Oh, I have 25,000 25, people in that in that in the, That's the problem on a Tuesday well, night I, I, down, I, I, is, I uh, wake you know, up maybe you know. Yeah. And it, and it feels uh, so like, um, they've got to invest. They've it got like, to invest. And it feels, to make like sure it, doesn't a, it
1: feels like we've had a like we've had a Pretty rotten transfer window, I've got to say. Though I've though I think that you know, like you said earlier, Jim, I, I think the fallback problem was around last yeah, season. No, it was, it like, was, you know, just get a second right back. It was yeah. like we sort of um, Brilliant. we we we've let those fallback positions really slide, and uh, certainly like you know, the last season under Allardyce, um. Jenkinson, who history will probably paint in a slightly kind of uh, unfavorable light, Jenkinson and Cresswell really kind of damaged teams when they were yeah. both kind of in their pomp. They really got forward. They both had a real kind of gung ho attitude. And, you know, if, you're, if your full backs are giving the other team problems, You know, that gives your other players much more latitude to kind of do stuff. Those first couple of games, playing like Byron at left back and Antonio at right back, we looked so flimsy, so flimsy. You're going, this team can't go into the Premier League campaign. It'll just get beat. Well, he had, you know,
2: I mean, yes, Byron didn't even start against Chelsea. I mean, you know, when um, IU was injured, uh, it was very, very, very obvious, I think, to a lot of us. You know, watching the game there must have been obvious. Watching it on telly, even that that um, the obvious substitution make was to make was to bring Barham on and push Antonio mm. forward. Mm. Um, so you know, there was a stubborn. There's been a stubbornness about this Antonio right back thing. This you can see the logic. You can see why you would want to try and convert him to a right back, yeah, yeah. keep him in the team. He's yeah. got a lot of the best. But oh, it's just not gonna. No, you know, it's just not going to work. He well, is, to be fair to Billich, he's
0: he's clearly not Does quite as stubborn to... as Allardyce was, uh, no, and no, has no, okay. put his hands up effectively okay. and said this this um, ain't working. Yeah,
2: I don't quite buy into that. It's been a disastrous or really bad transfer transfer window. I mean, I don't think it's been as good as they wanted it to be. I think they tried to get the marquee no. striker. Clearly they weren't ready, you know, it just wasn't going to happen. And they were a little bit too public about that pursuit of the the market. So they made some mistakes early on in the window. But I think a key thing about the window was holding on to Payet. Oh, absolutely. Massive, Mm. well fingers crossed touching wood that that is that applies for the next few days i think, Lanz- I think it probably does i think
0: lanzini will be huge for us oh lanzini is
2: a fabulous player yeah. and once those two are back in the side you know i think you know, i I'm, I'm 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 not saying i wasn't saying we're going to be in a relegation battle or anything i'm just saying they have to keep investing in the team hmm. to make sure that you know, over the next 10, 15 years, relegation in that stadium is just not an option. No, that's but right. what the no. successful um, clubs
0: do, of course, is you know, they build, don't they, bit by yes. bit. Yeah, you don't have yeah, one fantastic I, I, transfer No, window. I
2: accept that. And we, I think that's what we've been doing for we, a few we, years. In fact, we've we, we in fact
0: did have a great transfer yeah. window last year. Yeah, and and Payet turned out to be a yeah. steal. Yeah. Well, I think we've been could... unlucky
2: with Io. I think Ayo's hmm. a good player. And, and clearly he's played with Payet at Marseille. They've got an understanding. You know, we're not going to get a chance to see that probably until after Christmas. But you know he will be like a new important signing when he when he turns up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Uh, I I was a little surprised we didn't
0: make more effort. I mean,
2: ironically, the Antonio playing at right back possibly caused that was a contributing factor to that injury because he did it chasing Hazard when Antonio was miles out of position. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Just a thought.
1: Yeah
0: uh what so what do we um think about the new stadium i think it's wonderful <laughs> it's my dream come true it's everything i've ever wanted and it's even got popcorn <laughs> there are 995 toilets 995 if ever i hear anybody complaining about the toilets ever no. again you'll be both furious i been oh, in, we'll both be times i've
1: been into the toilet uh when the stage is completely full uh uh you know, at, at half-time, it's been like one other bloke in there. There are literally ah, so okay. many toilets. Oh, well, that's good. That's um, good to hear. Yes. I
0: have to say, the Martin a... Peters suite we... was quite busy uh, it was, um... shortly before kick-off on Sunday. But... You
1: know, I've been to every game there, and uh, it's uh, what I thought it was going to be when yeah. I first went. Uh, uh, Jim, you weren't there, and... you, you... Pete, your brother, who the, the group of us that go, Tim, um, Zoe, none of us, none of us. I was there on my own, and I did. Uh, I, 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 I put photos up on Facebook, going so lonely, so far away. <laughs> but I don't think I expected really anything less. No. I sort of thought I no. will be further away. I will be
2: this. It will anything
1: be less or anything, quite anything more? Sorry, is, well, any, well, no, anything less. I think you know, if you're in one worse, of those blocks
2: of the uh, sort of temporary seating that's just behind the goal or just just round the corners um, with a band three ticket or something like that, I think your experience, and you're standing up, I think your experience is still probably pretty good. Yes, um, um, there you are two. Know, I think there are and two. And I think it's a very mixed picture. Jackie Hughes... There are two
0: big issues here, I think, before... Well, no, you know, if Jackie's got something to say, I bow no, to no, her. No, uh, no, I was just going to say, Jackie
1: Hughes and Rob Banks, I think, are near each other and Colin Mill. And they, you know, put some pictures up on Facebook that... You know, they're quite close to the pitch, they're pretty close to the pitch, you know. They're, mm. they're but they're in that it is a kind of um, the sort of gulf between the shelf we're on and the uh layer below us yeah. is, is quite large, and those people are close to the pitch, and we're yeah, you know, less close to the
2: pitch.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. there is no way you can justify the back, I would say 15 or 20 rows. As either band one or band two. No, that's, and, out,
2: that's been outrageous. And that. that's
0: the way they were sold. And of course, yeah. it was all sold unseen. Yeah. You, yeah. you saw the screen, uh, yeah. lovely and there Australian was no way looking back,
2: they can justify having sold, having arranged those appointments at the you know sales office in uh, Westfield on the basis of band one going down in that way. Especially as they were then allowing people to buy extra tickets mm. for people who weren't season ticket holders. As opposed to um, ranging the appointments in the length of time you've had a season ticket, that, in my mm, view, mm. that was an outrageous piece. Because by the time we got our interview, the, um, those uh, you know our appointment, um, those seats behind the goal had gone, mm. and we didn't have an option to to, to stand behind the goal. And the yeah. appointment system was we we've been going for a very long yeah. time. The know, appointment system
0: yeah. was incredibly hit and miss, and. Uh, we kind of, uh, as a family, ummed a bit. Were we actually even going to go? We left it a couple of months after the appointment that only one of us out of the group of three had been given. Uh, when we went in January, what we had left was, we were told were basically equivalent seats, and uh, the Brady promise all the way through was you would get like for like. Now, OK, we left it late. I, uh, I accept that. I have no problem with that, really. That was my fault. Um, even the business of people buying tickets who had not been seasoned ticket holders before, I can kind of swallow that. I understand the business need for actually selling that ground out. They couldn't go in with, with 10 or 15,000 empty seats. But like for like does mean like for like, and those seats at the back are not the equivalent to Band-A and Band-B tickets. And the other big issue that they should have addressed and they didn't, which is going to cause and is already causing problems, is this business of standing. Yes. And they should, I believe, as a club have grasped the nettle and introduced the so-called safe-standing idea that is used in various countries, not least of all Germany. Well, they
2: can't do that, though. They're simply not allowed to do that, are they? They Are they not? They can't do it, No.
0: Well, they do it in Germany and various other places. Well, yeah, but it's, against it the, other... it's
2: against the rules, against the Premier League law. I mean, rules, you can't, well, you it, can't, you well, can't do Well, it's... It.
0: A... You could lobby to, to, to change the rules. I mean, other countries Well, do.
2: I think... I mean, Gold has been fairly public in, want, in saying he, it's what he wants. It's happening... They're, they're trying it out in Scotland and Celtic. It's going to be a success there. It is going to come. I think we've got to be patient. A few few years down the line, there's going to be safe standing in English. I think, it was, English difficult for, I think it was difficult I'm for them. Sure.
1: I think it was difficult for them, you know, having got such a bargain to then slightly rock the boat. It's going to be difficult for them to do that. Um, you know, I go to a gym in Finsbury Park, and there's a... Uh, Everyone, you know, getting changed in the showers. They're they're all Arsenal fans. And, uh, that, you know, that's an incredibly, obviously, as we know, very quiet, funereal stadium. But they do have uh, areas where the stewards ignore the fact that the fans stand. And there's an area that they've cultivated to try and create the moth's whimper of a noise uh, that they have there at the Emirates. And um, certainly this friend of mine uh, who, who goes said that he... You know, made sure he got moved to that bit so that he could stand up for the whole game. And there is clearly an area below us in one of the corners where you kind of go, "Yeah, they're not going to sit; they're not going to be sitting down anytime soon." So, you know, Jim and I were both saying we want to be in that area, we want to be down there, and maybe people will gravitate towards. I think that's it. I think we've
2: got to be patient. You've got to let it bed in. I mean, my my appeal would would be: I mean, we either we either passively allow them to turn it into, you know, a plastic happy clappy you know, kind of, kind of, uh, you know, anodyne arena, uh, or... People who, um, you know, don't feel quite happy at the moment, you know, hardcore, proper fans, have got to be patient, sort it out. It will f- it will kind of find its kind of level, you know. There will yeah. be, in the end, big sections of the stadium where everyone stands. and well, there's how's a big to Well, it, 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 reall- it didn't happen straight away and, when the Bobby Moore was introduced. Until you get a yes, reallocation
0: of tickets. And if people go, hell, I've got a hell of a good deal here. Why am I going to give up my two kiddies season tickets and all the rest of it? People will hang on to their seats probably for a very long time. Long time. And well, I, if they're I, I sitting I down,
1: sit- they, they're welcome to them.
0: Well, I think at
1: the moment there are more
2: people who want to stand, with the, you know, who, who are. Getting a bad bad deal in a sense because they're in areas where they're being made to sit down. Then well, then, if you're then, in the first twenty rows and you're standing up and stand. you've got people but it will behind you out.
0: who want to sit down, yeah. it's a very anti thing. Well, of you
2: can't do that. Do. Of course, yeah, you, know, you but they are. You I mean, it. it's well, South, yeah, and the the there's going to be a, that's going to be, a, that's gonna be a, a you know there are going to be some ructions about that. Oh, oh, sorry, sorry, but the northeast corner got very lively on Sunday, and the
0: stewards went in and they, I think they had a couple of people out. Well,
2: they sold. I mean, you know, the whole marketing of that big east stand it's going to be the West Ham East cop style stand yeah. well cops are places where people cheap seats where yeah. people stand you know I mean you don't sell it as that if you're no. not going to allow it to uh, be that no, no you know um but clearly, you know, the Bobby the more lower, as it were, you know, be behind the goal. That was all standing this this on Sunday, wasn't it? Through mm. the game, you know. Yeah. Um, that's or where faster
1: it, bits of it, especially that corner below like us. Yeah, the sports, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh,
2: yeah. It'll, you know, it will sort <clears> itself out, but it's going to take time. Yeah. And we've got to be patient. I just want, I don't want the fans who are really going to contribute to the, the atmosphere, the bit we've been going for a long while to give up on it. I, for me, I, you, you know, I, I actually on Sunday took a nostalgic trip to Upton Park, I got out of Upton Park tube station, walked around, had a walk around the old ground, went to Nathan's. When I went in the door of Nathan's, the four ladies, Brenda and the four women were sitting there. I was the first customer at about, you know, 12 something, uh, had waitress table <laughs> service at Nathan's for the first time ever in my life. But by the time I left... And got a bus up to Stratford, you know. It was yeah, it was two thirds full of people yeah. clearly coming in, and you know, and, I, you know <clears throat> I, it, it just we've got to you've got to make the I've, you've got to let it go to a certain extent but I should go to the black line on Thursday night. Is the um, in range of the ground these places the first people couple of, still
1: go. The first couple of games there that I went to the uh, the NK thingy game and the uh, Juventus game um, made me realize that you have to play progressive football uh, otherwise it will be silent because there were huge silent yeah. Uh, yeah. trenches of time during that 90 minutes. Pl- but we were putting out a, a really really poor team uh, and uh, the Bournemouth game, if you think about what a game against sort of Bournemouth might be at Lupton Park, you know, that's not going to be one of those kind of prime you know, nights, whether it's under the nights yeah. or highly charged games. Yeah. And actually, it was sort of okay on balance, the atmosphere. Right? Yeah, I mean, was, I was, let's was, not kid ourselves that
2: the bowling ground was a cauldron of noise week in, week out for the last... 10, 20 years because no, it hasn't it hasn't been no. it's been very quiet on well occasions. ever since they
0: redeveloped the West End Absolutely. and moved it further from yeah. the ground of yeah. course but the point is yeah. that we're even further from the pitch no, now than we were of yeah. it is well not some going... people
2: are and some people aren't it's not going to help if you're right behind the goal you're not
0: no but as a stadium and with a, yes. you know, with of course. a running track but
2: it, you know it also has then an imposing quality plastic, if we can so it fill it look like a if train. we can make build an atmosphere there no. if you can it retains noise well doesn't it with that with that roof I mean I you know i you not without hope for it. There was
1: a piece of journalism in one of the papers that um was was basically taking the line uh the new stadium is a soulless is a soulless, you know, thunderdome. And uh uh, it's in the standard and the reporter kind of says, you know, the sound just evaporated straight away. And you're like, No, it didn't. It's no, it sounded you know, definitely. they cheer. Oddly enough, if the crowd is silent, you can hear the players shouting to each other. I mean, that's how well it contains sound is is that it's there's almost a kind of super dense silence if it becomes silent and you can actually hear the players shouting so you've got to give the fans something to kind of cheer about and I think it's it's you know the misapprehension that West Ham fans the misapprehension propagated by Sam Allardyce among other people that West Ham fans want step overs and flicks all the time and want to qualify for Europe is completely wrong what we want to do is play progressive football where you're trying to put the ball in the other team's goal Absolutely. rather than prevent goals being scored right. in your goal sure. and if
2: you just keep doing that the fans will be with you that's why everyone's taken to antonio he's yeah. clearly a flawed player he's, he's got all kinds of sort of technical issues with the game but he wants to take people on he try you know he tries he gets in goal scoring positions you know he's 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 uh, we've taken him to our hearts mm. because he plays with heart doesn't he and commitment and passion
1: yes yes uh, we should probably wrap this up now. Uh, so Before then, we do, yes. could we
0: just end on a cheerful note? Yes, I would just like to say that while we are here talking about European football on Thursday and European football already played, Chelsea are playing Bristol Rovers in, in the <laughs> yes. EDL Cup yeah. or whatever Excellent. it's called. Yes. And uh, may God bless them.
2: Yes,
1: may God have mercy on their souls. <laughs> soulless, uh, <laughs> <Yes>. soulless. <laughs> yes. I believe. Yes. Yeah. Well, if they lose, uh, Abramovich can just have. One of their directors killed um, So that's, uh, that's it So Manchester City at the weekend uh, Predictions?
2: Oh well I, We're not going to have signed our striker in time Are we? I, it's going to be a hard game I, mm. I think we'll lose I mean, but, I, but I think we'll put up a decent show So I think we'll lose 1-0 1-0 Brian?
0: Yeah, it may make for difficult viewing I think But yeah. um, we, we'll always have last year And next year Yes Score? Score prediction? 2-0, uh, I think, just yeah.
1: I'm going to go for an optimistic 1-0. I don't think we'll get any more than a draw. Oh, yeah, no, in fact, 0-0. 0-0, Ginge throwing himself in front of absolutely everything. Yes, yes. Well, uh, be
2: nice. Yeah. I'm sure he'll do that anyway. All
1: right, well, this has been this week's Stop Hammer Time. We'll see you again soon. My name is Phil Whelans. With me have been Jim Grant. Cheerio. And Brian Williams.
2: Cheers,
0: bye Come Bye-bye. on,
1: you Irons.